Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. I have a quick announcement before we get into the episode this week. This Saturday is a live Zone of Truth Saturday. It's episode 99, and it will be at 4 p.m. Eastern. The other thing, I have been notified that Griffin is cooking up some very exciting announcements for Zone of Truth episode 100, so stay tuned on more details for that. If you would like to be part of that live Zone of Truth on Saturday, you have to join our Patreon tier at the Whiskey Neat and Up tiers, and we hope to see you all there. That's all I have for this week. So with that, I will welcome you into episode 222, Caravana Affair. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 222. Woo! Woo woo woo! That's what I expected. (laughs) (laughs) The energy's real high for this one. Hey boo boo! That's all I got. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Steve, what do you got? I don't Man, know. Last, last, oh, don't throw me under this bus. <laughs> last triple repeating episode we had was a funeral. One, yeah. one, one. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're due. Hopefully one, this doesn't. Two, two, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully this fight doesn't prove to be too much for, too, too, too much for you guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a, you know, double digit combatants on the, on the playing field. Yeah, there's a couple of them out there. That is concerning. Just a tad. I mean, don't be too scared. How bad could they be if there's 18 of them? Bad still. Yeah. Bad still. Hopefully, you think? they can all be harmed by positive energy. I mean, you're not going to know that until you try it. Ah, uh, yeah. I guess that's all I would say. <laughs> well, Brooks, you got anything good to drink over there? I do. You're looking, you're looking green. I am looking green for a couple of different reasons because I have Sprite and Bud Light. <laughs> yeah, is that your Patreon beverage? That is my it Patreon is, beverage. It's I believe I called this one Panache. I, it's been Panache, on there for so yeah. long. I don't remember. With the classic swashbucklers drink, <laughs> fucking Sprite and beer. Oh, he's mixing it right now. Yep. <laughs> This was, wow! This was suggested by Old Scratch Johnson. Yes, and is it is it like a fifty fifty drink or yeah? That might kind of taste like a shandy, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna I, find I, out. I, I, you yeah. can only hope. Jeez. Oh, Did it say Bud Light or is that just? It a just choice? said a beer, beer. and a spray. Okay. A beer, and I figured you know, I'd at least go pretty- go with one that's better than Paps and therefore better than the beer that is not to be named. What what beer, Brooks? What beer? The beer refreshing. Hmm. I didn't have it on my schedule to drive up to Minnesota and beat up on an ass tonight, but I guess I just might have to. All right. Well, we're we're trying it here. It's a full glass. Oh, I I drank the rest of the tall boy. Or uh, I think this is a pounder. It was the only size they sold. Could have fooled me. 
I'm really, really glad I went with Bud Light because it could be worse, but it's yeah. just, I, I mean, with the Sprite, it's practically just like water. It's just water all around. <laughs> Cancels out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's not great, well, but, it's, but it's fun. The patrons were actually really nice to you this week because they orchestrated a three-way tie. So you actually got to pick this drink. Oh, Patreon, thank you so much uh, for giving me Some a three-way. Some of the drinks sounded better. Some of them sounded better, but like that was definitely the easiest one mm-hmm. to make. That's right. Now, I, I voted that you should have gone with the one that nobody voted for <laughs> to convince everyone to vote more harshly. You mean to vote? definitively definitively thank you yeah because voting harshly is what they do to steve yeah correct yeah okay thank you yeah you wouldn't want to convince them to do that no i mean but unless you're steve and you goad them at the start of every episode where you have to drink (laughs) right yeah but you know i'm building my cult of personality of course it's working yeah you see it but i I see it i think it's very important to also have more than a a a two-choice system and i i think that we, uh, I, I was able to choose, and I think I chose right because I think the next person will will have my spoils. I guess of of being able to choose or having those other better drinks on the poll. Yeah. Okay. So next uh, drinks you, hon? Right? Mm-hmm. Is the next drink you? Yeah, I believe so. A lot of dairy in there. Out of the chalice. Yeah. Well, There's a lot of dairy on the list. A lot of ice cream, but I think <laughs> some of them were dairy free. <laughs> See, like that, yeah, that was the other thing. They had like two ice cream drinks on there for you when the ice cream was bought for this side of the house. I have yeah, access that was to confusing. quite a bit of ice cream, so we could pull Damn. it off. True. I guess nobody, nobody had any doubt that, that <laughs> the dairy company might have uh, ice cream, but yeah, I, I eat too much of it on a daily basis. Well, <laughs> what are you drinking? I have a Camelot mead this evening. It has a super cute label. There's like bees dressed up in fancy clothes. It's so cute. Oh. They're, they're dressed up in fancy clothes? Like fancy? Yeah, kind of like, like a tux? Uh, well, it's like old timey fancy clothes. Peaky blinders? Oh, okay. I would have I thought they would be dressed up in like the Monty Python outfits. Oh, that would be really funny. Not quite, but. What are those? Hmm? What are those? Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Knights. Like like, oh, like in the knights. Like knights. Ah. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't specific. I thought everyone would get it if I just said Monty Python, but yes, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Well, they do many things. I I know. You're right. You're right. They do many things. So saying dress like Monty Python is not d- does not get to where I was going except for the fact that the Mead's name was Camelot, so I thought it. I don't see the connection. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> Hard to see the connection when all you can think about is driving up to Minnesota and beating ass. Yeah. Ooh. Gotta, just, just fill a hole in my schedule. <laughs> fill a hole to fill a hole. That's right. What are you drinking, Steve? Ooh, so this is a fun one. Um, I had a couple of the boys over this past Saturday night for a scary movie night. Um, and so Chris and Eric were at my place. We watched a whole bunch of scary movies, a lot of fun. But Eric dropped off a whole bunch of beers. So I'm trying one. This one's called Prickle Rick, not Pickle Rick. Uh, but it does have plenty of Rick and Morty-esque uh, art on the can. This is a red prickly pear with hint of vanilla sour ale. And it is done by somewhere in particular Brewing Company. 
hmm. which I'd never heard of before, but I guess is local here in Columbus. Yeah, I've heard of them. Time to see if they're any good, because I've never had their stuff before. Is there a can description that you can give us? I look. There's not. <laughs> oh, no. Why don't you just give us an address? Dude? Yeah. Oh, I could give you the address. Please don't. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's weird. It's different, but I like it. It's prickly pear. Yeah. With vanilla in a sour. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You try it if you like. Yeah, I'll try a sip of it. Pretty out there. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Can't decide if I like it though. It's out there. I don't know that I like vanilla and sours that much though. That might be my issue. Mm. I think sour kind of yucks my vanilla. Um, but uh, you got prickle, Rick. I got all the pickle you need, baby. Because I got Urban Artifact Epicurean Spicy Pickle. Wow. Ooh. We didn't even plan this. It's uh, an ale brewed with cucumber, sea salt, dill, coriander, and spicy pepper blend. So I, I think this is like the spicy to Brooks and Emily's Christmas pickle. Oh yeah. Same same brewery. Oh my god, that smells pungent. <laughs> yeah, it was pungent before. And now it's spicy. Holy holy shit. Pass it down this way, baby. Holy shit. That's that's pure spicy pickle. I love making bad decisions. That's actually delicious if you're in it for the pickle. Oh man, I wish Wow. I wish I was I closer. Wow. Yeah, you can smell it. Yeah, Emily, you would love this one. <laughs> that is wild it's, time. It's like just just spicy enough to be like, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, Haley, Haley almost gagged. Yep. That smells real bad. It's really good, actually. It's delicious. Hey, Steve, when you yeah. come up here and pound my ass, do you mind grabbing yep. one of those on your way up? Yeah, I'll bring up a hot pickle for you. Oh, baby. Bring I'm, up a hot pickle. Bring, well, I hope you're bringing two. <laughs> All right, I'll bring two. Bring, bring, bring three so one can multiply in their yeah. fridge. Every yeah. Hour. <laughs> uh. <sighs> Haley, what you got? I have the uh, vodka elderflower and pear cocktail from Two Chicks Sparkling Vodka Fizz. Yum. I know. It's so good. It's my favorite. They were having a sale, and I have every time I've gone to that grocery store that was having a sale, it was like $5 off. I have wow. purchased two packs because the sa- they like listed on there the sale's gonna last until the end of the year last time I was there they didn't have another pack <laughs> so I'm hoping I can go back and get my two packs since this is the last one well we don't have to roll off because I'm drinking next week and then uh, we're drinking a group drink the following week Yeah, and then we'll roll off the boys won again back to back boys victories feels so good nothing could be better yeah Feels pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can pull off the trifecta and Steve can win the next one. Oh, Steve. That would be something. Vegas has pretty good odds on me for this one. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do, bud. Keep telling yourself that. A lot of bets placed on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been placing bets against Steve since the chalice came out. (laughs) Yeah, I just bought a new car. I bought the house next door. Well, when last we left our heroes, they went through a witch gate and found themselves at a campfire uh, where several knights of Ozum were uh, were camping, and they had a woman possessed uh, there with them. The party was able to talk the knights down from attacking them and treat with them. They were also able to remove the possession from the old woman that the knights had in their captivity 
The possession ended up being a Luco Damon that they found was heading to Ren Church. With the woman's corruption gone, uh, they headed to a place called Witherleaf Barrow, looking for her caravan, as that was the last known place that the caravan had been. And upon uh, reaching this kind of burnt out, blighted town uh, with these like huge grave mounds outside of it, they found not only a crashed carriage, but also uh, what appeared to be several Parisian travelers from afar, but upon closer inspection were several zombies. And then some green clouds descended on the area with screaming faces inside of them as a poltergeist storm entered the territory and that's where we find you now so before we do any initiative rolling this poltergeist storm has hit the area and what i need is a will save and a fortitude save from each of you in any order uh let's do wills first oh boy I'm just going to go ahead and use my ability here to roll my resolve. All right. How's everybody doing? Uh, 27 for Eclipse, 24 for the Locker. Okay. Will save is going to be a 33 from a tomb bag. Okay. 37 for Uska. Wow. Uh, well, I did roll a one on one die. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. All, all good things come to those that use resolve. The other die came out to a third. There is a 13 on it. So total 23. 23. Everyone is able to shake off the visions of faces coming through the cloud. No one is panicked. Now I need those fortitude saves. 38 from a tomb bay. Okay. That's a pretty good one. But will it be good enough? Christ, I hope so. 25 for Air Bear? 26. Uh, I rolled pretty bad on Eclipse, but I got a 29 and a 22. Okay. Everybody saves. So all of you besides Matumbe, who is stalwart, are going to take eight points of negative energy damage. What is stalwart? It's the um, Inquisitor thing that I got at this level. It's evasion for fortitude and will saves. Oh. So don't take that, like, partial effect. In those... Somewhat rarer circumstances where you take a partial effect for a fortitude or will say if inquisitors do not. Yeah. And now we're going to go ahead and enter initiative. There are so many of these. Yeah. This is terrifying. I'm, I'm seeing 18. Yes, there are 18. Wow. Dear God. Caravan members. Of the 18, I got two net 20s. Okay, pretty evenly distributed over there. Does that mean their initiative is zero? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All these caravan members. Silly. Okay. Eclipse, what you got? 11. Air Bear? Rolled pretty well. Uh, 30. About Matumbe? 18. And then Uska? 25. Okay. At the top of the round, it is Air Bear. So just to his south are a couple of zombies in this uh, structure. 
it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a busted down building, and you happen to be right level with like the crumbling arch of its entrance. Got it. Got it. All right. He is going to say, these zombies cannot be the worst of our problems. The storm is going to kill us faster than these villagers. And five foot step south and attack the zombie right next to him. Does a 26 hit? Yes. All right. Do you want me to roll damage now or? Yep. Okay. 23. 23 is a dead zombie. All right. Okay. So this is putting him in a bit of a weird spot because he's not really able to do much else here. So he is going to just stay in this doorway, still very close to the rest of the party. All right. Uska. At the start of Uska's turn, Air Bear is going to heal five hit points because of their lifelink. And then Uska would like to do a knowledge check on these zombies. Sure. Uh, knowledge religion? religion. Mm-hmm. 19? Sure, yeah. You know that these are fast zombies, Ooh. which just means that like, unlike a regular zombie, if you're up in its face, it can actually hit you twice. At this point, it very much seems like this is part of that caravan. You see, like, you know, a couple of the discarded, overturned wagons. You're not sure if it's the environment here that has animated them or the weather or something else. Ooh, okay. There's something else going on here. Uska definitely wants to get some more information to make the best move possible. So... Right now, she's currently standing next to Matumbe. She turns to him. I'm not really sure how these creatures got made. Could you figure that out for me? And then she uses her fly hex and is going to fly up and over to get closer to the zombies, but up in the air. Okay. That's your full turn? Yep. Okay. It's the corny fast zombie <laughs> this one has like a spinny top hat and like right <laughs> he likes corny <laughs> bullshit yeah he's a he's a real corny boy uh, so he's gonna move up and attack at eclipse because it's a zombie so it's just attacking the nearest possible thing air bears kind of ducked into a building and Uska's obviously up in the air 17 won't hit. Next is the orderly zombie. Alright, he can go 25 feet and attack at the lopper. So he's going to do that. 14 won't hit the lopper. Ah, yes, the selective... um, I I guess the selective uh, zombie is... has seen like at least the orderly one rush up so he's gonna move 30 feet over to see what's happening and then is going to move another 30 feet towards the party finally the chaotic zombie is going to move here so he's gonna move like through his buddy to the other to kind of the corner threatening eclipse and matumbe 
If Eclipse has combat reflexes, she would be able to strike at that one because it did move through a threatened square, even though she hasn't acted yet. Yep, I do. 36. 36, that hits. 38 points of damage. That is also a dead zombie. Ice. Uh, next in the order is Matumbe. Okay. Let me see you, He is going to go ahead and roll that Knowledge Religion. Huh. I might have it on these zombies here. 45. Um, yeah. With the 45, there are traces of the spell Animate Dead having been cast. Uh, you look at, like, one of their one of their tunics, and you see, like, a trace of onyx dust. So you think something cast this. There's really, like, no more information to know about them. They're zombies, so they have undead traits. Um, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, um, they don't have spell resistance, do they? No. Cool. So Matumbe is going to raise his book to the heavens and this... Ooh, uh, quick question. Matumbe would know this. Uh, Usko, what's your alignment? She is chaotic good. Okay, good. So he raises his book to the heavens and this purple, like, pressure wave slams down in a giant radius as he casts Holy Smite in this crowd of zombies. Does that have me? No. Okay. Uh, well, where I put it on the map definitely does, but that's not where I meant to put it. <laughs> so every zombie there that is, looks like it's going to be seven of them is going to have to roll a will save. Nice. The number you're looking for is 22. Okay. Oh, they can hit that? They can. Wow. How much damage is it? Like normally, it's only five d eight. Can you roll it just to <laughs> oh. potentially keep me from rolling all of these saves? Yeah, ten. Ten total. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna say they all take ten and none of them die. <laughs> all right, that's fine. But they could be blinded. Can they be blinded? Uh, yeah, they can. <laughs> so, so yeah, that would that would be the will save. Okay. Well, one of them has already succeeded. <laughs> And one has failed. I rolled another success. Holy three, shit. Three, three, one, one, two. Guys. Another success. Holy shit. Wow. So that was three of them has succeeded. One has failed. All right. That's a 20. So that fails, right? Correct. Two fails. Natural 20. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> this is the shittiest <laughs> holy smite of all uh, time. <laughs> blinded three of them. Take it. I guess those are the only ones that took full damage, too, so the rest only took five. Yeah. I'm not going to track that because, because anyone but you would have killed these in one hit. <laughs> yep. Yep. So now it's the crude zombie. He is going to move 30 feet here. Oh, no, he's blind, so he's not going to do anything. Um, the studious one, however... Is going to move up to Air Bear and attack him. I'm going to use that die that I rolled uh, 18, 19, and 20s five times on. Jesus. That's a 19, but it won't hit Air Bear. It's <laughs> uh, a 23. No. Oof. All right. The Vulgar Caravan member saw its buddy walk in there. So it's going to 
double move over here. Tell you what, if there's one that I'm really worried about, it's the vulgar one. The vulgar one, yeah. Um, this naive one is just going to move to wait for Uska to come down. <laughs> it's very naive. <laughs> the fervent one is going to do the same. They're just kind of going to like surround where she is up in the air. And then on this initiative... Oh, no. A large wraith appears. Did it teleport in or was it hidden? Because that is square within my holy smite. It was just animated. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's really bad. It's also 10 feet in front of Uska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think... I think what what I caught there as the worst was just animated. Yep. Yep. So there's more to come. It looks badass, though. Really Mm good. So here's what's going to happen, Uska. He's going to reach out and touch you. Okay. So this is against your touch. Oh, oh, my touch is so bad. 30. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so first thing that happens is you take nine negative energy damage. Now I need you to make me... So I have the... I also have Deathless Armor. So that does okay. not go through. Thank goodness. So you're good on that part. And then I need you to make a fortitude save. Oh, this is my worst save. Okay. 31. Okay. You're good. Oh. Eclipse. All right, I've got uh, two zombies in front of me, and I'm just going to knock them out. I'm going to go ahead and cleave. Okay. Does a 26 hit? Yep. Okay, great, because I rolled a two and a four, so. Nice. Uh, Which ones are you hitting? I'm hitting the one directly in front of me and then the one not in front of the lobber. That's going to be 36 points of damage to the one in front of me, and then... 38 points of damage to the one not in front of the lopper. Yep. And, I mean, the lopper's gonna hit the one there. Yep. He's blind. Don't roll one. 17. All right. And um, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be fine because I have super crazy vital strike. Yeah, I mean, it's taking 10 out of its right, 12 hit yeah. points of damage. So. so then with the last actions, <laughs> lopper and I are gonna move up 20 feet. You can't. Can you move because you... Is cleave a full up? Standard action. It's just a standard, okay. It's been a long time since I've seen someone use cleave. Yeah, I know. I've been trying since I picked up the feet, and I have since not been with two enemies at the same time. All right, we got this, uh, this sluggish zombie. It's going to move here and attack Eclipse. Watch out. I think I, I heard he's a quick one. And 12 won't do it. We have the caddy one who's going to move up to the lopper. Try to hit him. Natural 20. There it is. Man, I didn't even remember these guys' damage die because I wasn't expecting <laughs> any hits. <laughs> 13 points of damage on that. What type of damage? <laughs> Bludgeoning, not magical. I guess I didn't roll to confirm. I assumed a 24 doesn't hit normally. It doesn't, yeah. So. Time for the fair one. It's going to move 30, but like down and up, which technically makes him flanking Eclipse. See if he can rock the nap 20. Nope. The 
haughty guy is going to move through his friend, which provokes from Air Bear. Oh, yeah. 13 is definitely going to hit. 13 on a die. Yep. So that is going to be... What's your bonus to damage? 21. Is it a plus 11 or higher? <laughs> yes. Okay. The self-assured caravan member is going to move up to Eclipse. 17 on the die. Still won't hit. Ooh, the pierced caravan member. Ooh. I didn't really plan Where's for this. I pierced? That's for me to know and you to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you guys would, uh, you know, channel on the first round of this combat. But I wanted to get I'll in better position to channel. I wasn't within 35 feet. Uh, I assume a 21 doesn't hit. Nope. We could have moved and channeled. But if I didn't kill them... Instead of flying. If I didn't kill them, then they could have swarmed me. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's the cold guy. He's just going to double move over here. <laughs> he, he just wants a hug. And then the windy guy, he's going to move... <gasps> he's going to move around like this and then up one and attack a now flanked eclipse. Nine doesn't do it. All right, round two, Air Bear. Kill these two zombies in front of you. Yes, sir. Full attack. 41 to hit the first one. Uh, does a 20 hit? Yes and yes. All right. And, yep. So that's that. These two zombies right in front of them are dead. Uh, that was a full attack. Take a five-foot step or anything? Uh, he, he is going to take a five-foot step. This is tactically smarter for me. And move back through the doorway he first entered through and is now in sight of everyone else. Sure, Uska. All right. Uska's eyes have gone wide with this shadowy wraith with glowing eyes reached out to her. And this time she is going to channel. But first, she reaches to her bandolier and pulls out a medium-sized bell. And as she channels, she rings the bell and a burst of warm, positive energy spreads out around her. She's positively glowing. So she just used the channeling bell. So um, all of the creatures that are susceptible to positive energy or taking damage from positive energy, they're going to take an additional two points of damage per die of channeled energy, which means 16 and that's not halved by a save. So baseline okay. 16 damage uh, across the board. Can you show me where your uh, channel reaches? Yes. Does it get all of them? Is that, that font's really small? Yeah, yep, that's 25 feet out there. She can go out to 35 feet. Cool, all of these are dead. Nice. But I'm guessing that Wraith might have to make a save. Yeah, the Wraith will make a save. You wanna do a knowledge on that Wraith? I doubt I'll make it, but I okay. could try. Okay, let me get that Wraith save. Pretty sure it's got a bonus to channeled energy. Okay. That is 35. Ooh, okay. So that succeeds. So So it takes the 16 yep. and then it's gonna take half of whatever. So then full damage would have been 33. So half would be 16. 16. 16. So it's going to take 32 total. All right. Not too bad. Absolutely. Uh, and then she will try a knowledge check on this wraith. Okay. 
I'm guessing religion again? Yeah. 19. 19 gets you no information. Figured Usko looks back over at Matumbe. What about this one? Well, Matumbe might know in a minute. Oh, and actually, she is going to take a five foot fly backwards away from the ring. Okay. Oh, and uh, sorry, Air Bear, are you down hit points? A couple. How many? Three. Well, now you're down zero. Nice. Okay. Next in the order, presumably one of the things helping to animate these guys is a creature you've seen before. Appears to be a witch fire. Oh, damn. Oh, these little bastards. It's going to sling a bolt at Eclipse. Eclipse 28. Meets beats because of Cleave. Okay. I think it's against your touch anyway. Yeah, it is. So you're going to take 31 points of fire damage, and I need you to make me a will save. Is this mind affecting? It is not. Shadow? No. Okay. 26. 26, you're good. I think she's going to stay back here. So, Matumbe, you're up. All right. I will consult the holy text, Uska. And his book flies open to the page on wraiths as I roll this knowledge check. Ooh, not good. That will be 35. 35. You can get two questions about this thing. Special defenses. All right, this is what's known as a dread wraith. So it's uh, incorporeal. It's immune to ability drain, bleed, crits, death effects, disease, energy drain, exhaustion, fatigue, mind affecting, non-lethal paralysis, physical ability damage, poison, precision, sleep, and stunning. Obviously, that precision and critical are based off of it being incorporeal, so if you were to ghost touch, it would be susceptible to those. And it's got channel resistance. Okay, is there anything anybody particularly wants to know all right, I'm getting some head shakes around the table. Let's just do some special abilities then. Let's see. It's got an unnatural aura, so animals can't approach it. Tough luck, Air Bear. Yeah, without making a save. <laughs> it creates spawns, so if you're slain by it, you come back as a wraith in 1d4 rounds. And I guess I'll give this to you. It's attacks, deal, ability drain, barring a save. Uh, a dread wraith's attack steal 1d8 constitution drain. Ooh. I'm really glad I saved that. that. Ouch. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, do I need to roll a knowledge check on witch fires or are they low CR and we fought them before? Do you want me to do that? Fought them before so you know that they have that witch flame bolt that, like, if you fail a save against that, would make you vulnerable to fire yeah. for a certain amount of time. So, you know, that's pretty deadly. Obviously, killed Freya. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you don't know that. Don't, uh, <laughs> I, don't. Yeah, yeah, I gotta roll the new knowledge check, I guess. I think, you, I think, yeah, you should probably play it as seriously as you played it the previous time, which mm-hmm. was take no precautions against fire. Alright, good. But yeah, they're, they're also incorporeal. Alright, well, Matumba's gonna relay what he knows to the group, and... Can't wait to take my D8 of Condrain as he approaches to try and make a strike. On the way, swift actioning, 
channeling positive energy in his book. Okay. That will provoke. Mm-hmm. That is a 32 against touch. That hits. Okay, so first things first. Oh, you won't take any because you have your stuff. Uh, would have been nine points of negative energy, but I do need you to make a fortitude save. Sure. All right, well, that is going to come out to a dirty 20, and then I have a banked inspiration from the investigator's cap, which was a three. I'm going to throw it on there for a 23. Just missed her. Ugh. Bomber. Oh, you lucked out. One point of conjuring. Okay, I'll take what I can get. Absolutely. But yes, now you're attacking it. Yes. All right, that's going to be a 24, and then you're going to throw an inspiration on there to see if I can't bump it up a little higher. Do it. One. 25. That hits. Oh, okay. Let's go. Then I will need two will saves. The first is against destruction, and then the second is to take half from the negative energy. All right, I'm good on destruction, and I'm good on the other one, too. I don't even know. <laughs> I guess I need to roll the not natural one, but I think you're... Your channel save is in the teens, right? They are both 14. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's basically a natural one, I'm assuming. All right. Oh, good. Garbage damage again. Mm-hmm. So give me the give me the part that's not physical damage separate so I don't have it. All right. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not there yet. Let me do my regular damage, and then I'll do the, the channeled. Okay. All right. Regular damage is going to be 23 points of damage. And then the channel is half of... See, now I roll good. Well, that's good, because that's the part that goes 100% through. 35. All right. Nice. Good stuff. Still. Thanks, Brooks. Yeah. Appreciate it. You are a contributing team member. And you know, that's not a given for me, so <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, you're, you're just being humble. You are extremely, extremely important. Thanks. I, I was kind of fishing for that. <laughs> That's it, though. Yep. Uh, what do I want to do? There's so many options. But I think I'm going to do the easiest thing, which is just fire five magic missiles at Matumbe as you see a creature appear. Another creature? Oh, my gosh. What is this now? Whoa, 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 whoa. This is not what we signed up for when we came in to kill a bunch of villagers. <laughs> <laughs> to save villagers. Save. Yeah, uh, yeah, that. <laughs> so 16 points of damage for Matumbe. Okay. And she's going to stay back here too. Watch the show. Next. What What does she look like? What's, what's happening here? Looks like a hag. Okay. Uh, she looks like an old, like, shadowy woman. And then another witch fire appears. This one's going to take a pot shot at Uska. Uska, this is against touch. Oh yeah, 27 against touch. <laughs> yes, definitely. 31 points of fire damage, and I need you to make me a will save. Uh, not all of that goes through. Nice. Uska has a little bit of fire resistance. Can we clarify something too? These things that are appearing, I know the wraith seem to get animated 
without rolling something because we can on our turns. But do these witch fires and this hag creature look like they're animating too? Are we just in like a mass grave that's going to continuously spawn undead or what? One thing you know is that creature in the middle is not undead. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can, I can roll checks on that later. Just that helps put things in perspective of yeah. like, is this just the site of some terrible atrocity that's going to continuously spawn awful creatures until we just run out of everything? I'll tell you this because <laughs> yeah. you've probably seen it enough in your adventuring career and most of you have decent spellcraft. Like, it looks like they popped out of invisibility. That, okay, that's kind of what I was looking for. Versus yep. the wraith that literally looked like it was, like, summoned there. Gotcha. Okay, that, that helps a lot. Uh, that was a 36 will save. 36, you're all good. All right. And again, that witch fire is going to hang out there. Hmm. I think I'm going to eat the AOO from Matumbe and take a spring attack here. So 5, 10, 15. It's going to attack Uska. The old Quinley. Ah. Gonna hit Uska. Mm. Um, however, it doesn't deal enough negative energy to pass through that armor. All right. So I just need a fortitude save, and then it's gonna have 5, 10, 15 back. So, Matumbe, you get an AOO and all that because you weren't the target of the spring attack. Awesome. Ooh, and if my last attack hit, that 31 definitely will. Yep. Nice. Uh, 27. 27, you're okay. Whew. 27 points of damage. Right. And that is Undead Bane. I know he's incorporeal, though, so that <laughs> yeah, screws things up a little bit. Yeah, that incorporeal's keeping him trucking. Eclipse. I know it's a little bit later in combat than normal, but I am going to cast Haste on the party because oh. I feel like that's really needed. I also wish I could cast a second spell because I would cast Resistance from Fire, but I can't. So Haste it is. And that would be all of Eclipse's turn, but she will five foot diagonal in front of the lobber just to try to break up some of the clump we were in. And then the lobber is going to probably take an AOO, but going to walk up to the wraith. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's going to hit. Does it crit? No, it does not. 12 points of negative energy damage, and then I need a will save. Or sorry, fortitude save. Okay, perfect. I was like, hang on. Ooh, nice. All right, that's going to be a 24. Meets beats. All right, and then I'm going to vital strike. Okay, still in your corporeal form. Yes, if I go to incorporeal... I can attack as though I am ectoplasmic, but the downside is that I can't wear gear. So all of my gear immediately falls off, which is not good. Yeah. I assume this counts as magic. Yes. 32. Yep. Nice. 69 points of damage. (laughs) Nice. Okay. And of course, it's magical, bane, all that stuff, but it doesn't really matter because Still incorporeal. Incorporeal. All right, Air Bear. All right. You're hasted. Yeah. Got one thing to do. Or 
I got two things to do. Killing things and chewing gum, and I'm all out of chewing gum. Oh, that was a bit I've, rough there. I've never heard that line butchered <laughs> harder. You've <laughs> got two things to do. <laughs> yeah, make sure you leave in, like, the, the stumble across the whole one thing to do, yeah, two things make to do. chewing the verb in that for some reason. <laughs> There's only chewing things to do. <laughs> I'm all out of chewing gum. Huh? <laughs> all right. That's the stuff. With that being said, he is definitely going to run yep. all the way provoke. up and provoke. 30 against touch. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna use that uh, resolve. It's eight points of negative energy. And then fortitude save. Oh, good stuff on the fortitude save. 29. You're good. So that is a 38 to hit. That hits. Unfortunately, he cannot, he or she, uh, unfortunately, they cannot be hit. So it's not a critical. Er, Sweet. Yeah, you guys get it. Words this turn. Can't be crit, like <laughs> chewing gum. <laughs> We're all just chewing gum here. Unfortunately, <laughs> he can't be chewing gum. Falls right through him. Because it's incorporeal. Oh, 23 points a day. Immune to, <laughs> immune to chewing gum, as they say. All right. Uska. All right, we need this wraith to be corporeal. So Uska casts Ghostbane Dirge on the wraith. That sounds like a little, little GBD. Yep, and I need a will save. A little Great British Bane Dirge. <laughs> you need a will save now? Yes, I do. Is there a white tent around here somewhere? <laughs> Pretty sure Noel is a greater wraith. <laughs> Dread wraith. Uh, it's an 18 on the die. It's... It's going to be in the high 30s. That totally succeeds, so it's negated. Wow. No handshake for you. <laughs> I, I have a little, little surprise up my sleeve for next turn. Okay. Um, Chewing gum. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> then Uska's going to move, uh, still kind of staying close to the party, but just off to the side. Sure. Staying next to Matumbe. Oh, and then she uh, is also going to cancel the lifelink between her and Air Bear. Smart. It's the Fluffy Witchfire's turn. Fluffy Witchfire is going to go ahead and uh, fire off Witchfire Bolt. Ooh. Who at, though? Who at? Hmm. Let's support our Wraith. Hit hit the bear. And get some. Well. The hairy she, bear? Yeah, the hairy bear. All right, Air Bear. Uh, 27 against your touch. Yeah, I think, I think this this wraith is just jealous because he's hairy bear and it's only fluffy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Twenty-seven points of fire damage. I need you to make me a will save. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven points of fire. Yes. Oof. Yeah. Ooh, a sixteen on the die. Fortitude save. Will brings that to a twenty-six. Will save. You're good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oof. Not by much. Tombs. 
All right, Matumbe is going to roll a knowledge check on the hag who has appeared. Sure. What do I got to do? Uh, let's see. What are hags? I believe they're monstrous humanoids. That would be a local. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. Um, It'll be planes. Planes. Ooh. Hmm. Go figure. Okay, that is going to be 36. 36. I think it's four. Special defenses. Okay. This is a night hag. They're immune to charm, cold, fear, fire, and sleep. And they have spell resistance. Mm, I don't know that I really care to know the number of that spell resistance. Um, special abilities. Uh, oh, sorry. They have uh, DR as well. That I would like to know. So special abilities and that. Okay, so... DR10, Magic and Cold Iron, and then Special Abilities, they have several spell likes. At will, they can cast Deep Slumber, Etherealness, Invisibility, Magic Missile, Ray of Enfeeblement, and Soulbind, and they have Constant Detect, Chaos, Evil, Good, Law, and Magic on. And then they have another special ability called Dream Haunting, where they can visit the dreams of chaotic or evil targets by using a special item known as a Heartstone. Once they enter these dreams, they ride on the victim's back until dawn. The sleeper suffers tormenting dreams and takes one point of constitution drain upon awakening. Uh, And only an ethereal being can stop these nocturnal intrusions by confronting and defeating the hag. Sweet. All right, I think that leaves me with one question left. I don't know. Does anybody want to know anything special? All Your right. favorite color. Weaknesses? Sure, why not? Weaknesses. Uh, no weaknesses, but their weakest save is reflex. Sounds good. Mitsube is going to have a very similar turn to last time where he uses a swift action to channel positive energy to channel smite into his book with haste he has enough movement to get around the dread wraith probably incurring an attack of opportunity in the process Mm -hmm. yep i assume 24 still gets your touch sure does i'm assuming you're probably not going to punch through my 10 negative energy maybe uh it's possible all right give it a shot yeah i'd like to see you try All right, let's do. Uh, yeah, give me save. give me that fort save. Okay. Ooh, twenty six. Okay, twenty six. You're good. Sweet. Now he is flanking the creature with both the lopper and air bear because this creature is mechanically large, and he is going to go ahead and do a swing with the book. Seven on the die is going to do just fine because I'm baned and flanking and all of that fun stuff. That is going to be at least the high 20s without doing math. Yep, you're good. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, a straight dirty 30 points of damage from the attack itself. Mm-hmm. Then I need two will saves. The first one is just straight destruction, and then the second one will be against the channel. Yep, good on destruction. Good on channel. Okay, I'm going to do my full channel damage here. Go. 28. 28. So that'll be halved. Mm-hmm. What's it look like? Yeah. Oh, Yay. yeah. I got to go back to one of my favorite little destructive visuals here, except it's going to be all purpley. So as he smashes into this creature from behind, it like 
it arches its back all crazy like and it raises its arms to the heaven all like tree trunk look or not tree trunk like tree branch looking i imagine like its fingers splay super wide its hood kicks back and then it just dissolves from the point of contact with the book in that like halo 4 halo 5 like light rifle thing where you when you use a light weapon against somebody and they disintegrate into this like yellow orange energy but it's all purpley nice nice all right it is the night hag's turn hmm all right go ahead and make a touch attack against clips 29 against your touch yep okay did you make me a fortitude save uh, 33, and if that doesn't hit, I'll, I'll give my qualifiers. Okay. Well, you're lucky you saved. Um, you still take a penalty to your strength equal to five. That is halved. Whoa. Yuck. So your strength is five lower for some time. Whoa. Next is the Frank Witchfire. Now, is that an adjective or just their full name? <laughs> yeah, this, this, this witch fire is balding. Yeah, <laughs> about about five foot one. It's the Frank Reynolds witch yeah, fire. Frank witch fire. <laughs> well, it's there's fluffy, frumpy, and Frank. Oh, oh that's funny how that worked Perfect. out. I think this one will attack at Air Bear. Ooh, maybe not. Eighteen against your touch. Oh no! All right, mm. she actually misses. Yeah. Very low roll. Eclipse, newly weakened. <laughs> That's okay, because Eclipse wasn't planning to use her strength next turn anyway. Good. Eclipse runs over to stand in between Matumbe and Air Bear, and with haste I can do that without uh, doing a double action. And then she's going to have the lopper move up five feet, and then she's going to call out to Uska. All right, Uska, I have this spell ready to go to give us all some resistance against this fire. I need you to get your butt over here because I have to touch you. And then she's going to ready in action to cast resist energy fire communal on all of you as soon as she can touch everybody. And I know Air Bear goes before Uska, so you need to delay. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you just go for it. It's resist energy (laughs) fire... 30. You don't want to miss it. <laughs> All right, so Air Bear's delaying. Um, let me think about it for a second. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yes, I delay. All right, so you're going to delay till after Uska, then Uska's going to go. Yeah, Uska moves up. Yeah, I'll be right there, and she'll fly down as well, so she won't be so high off the ground. Okay, Eclipse is ready to action goes off. Everybody gets resistance to fire 30. That was needed. Yeah, Thank certainly. You. Thank you. Yeah. Now it is Air Bear's turn. Can, oh, sorry. He'll take yeah, the rest you just moved, turn. so you can... Okay. Yeah, you can... <laughs> <laughs> nah, it took a lot of effort to go to <laughs> get that spell. You had to be touched, specifically. Look, what you didn't know is Eclipse just has really, really bad intensive spell casting. puts everyone down for a well, round. Yeah, Eclipse can't even, like, if she drops an item, it, it flies away from her. So just imagine her trying to touch <laughs> someone. Very difficult. 
propel me towards the enemy, sure. <laughs> I have a question about the enemies that we're facing on the map. It seems like the terrain changes. Are they up higher, up lower? Yes, yeah, so remember when I called this place a barrow? They're on a huge burial mound, so they're up higher. Uh, you think it's going to be difficult terrain unless you're um, unless you're flying to get up there. Okay. And from what we know about the witch fires, or I guess the rest of the group knows and maybe would have communicated, are they resistant to cold or immune to cold like the hag is? Um, let's see. In terms of energy types, it's just fire that they're immune to. Okay. That is good to know. I don't think there's any weaknesses okay. that I can remember because I have all the energies and I don't think anything did it. But as long as... At least anything I Yeah, <laughs> as long as they're not immune, that's helpful. Right. So then with Uska's uh, standard action, she surrounds herself with the spirit of battle. So her butterfly spirit is just fluttering around her and multiplying. And there's just a swarm of butterflies. So now everyone within, all allies within 30 feet, um, get a plus two morale bonus on attack rolls, weapon damage rolls. What's this called? battle spirit. Is that within 30 feet and if I leave it, I lose it? Or do I just get that now? I think it's called aura of battle, isn't it? It's it is. It's allies within 30 feet receive the bonus. Okay, so if I leave it, it sounds like... I think so. Yeah, yeah I would say it's not like a haste cast. Yeah. It's exactly. like an aura that's on. Alright, cool. Is that your full turn? Yeah, that is. Air bear. Alright. I don't think I have anything for difficult terrain, so he is going to have to double move to get all the way up to the southernmost witch fire. And so that is that is all he is able to do, unfortunately. But he is up in their grill. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make a spellcraft. Saw you all huddled up and cast a spell. I don't know what it is to recognize a spell, do you guys? Let's forget this one. I think I have it with a 32. Um, Probably safe. Yeah, does have to cast offensively here. Good. It looks like uh, to identify a spell as it's being cast is 15 plus the spell level. So. Okay, yeah, yep. so I got it, I got it pretty handily. Okay, she succeeds at the concentration check to cast offensively turns invisible. Matumbe, you're up. Well, with haste on, it looks like I can probably get up in this hag's business. 5, 10, yeah. 20, There's only 30. three squares that are going to be difficult terrain. So Yeah, so, so three squares are going to be difficult terrain. Um, yeah, so I can, I definitely can do that then. Get this, get this hag. He rolls straight up in her face. Uh, it's hag bane time. <laughs> so he banes hag. Oh, let me click off the Freya adjustment. The Uska adjustment. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot uh, because I moved a little bit more than 30 feet away. So did everyone else. Don't worry. Yeah. Odd time to key that on when she's more than 30 feet away from... Uh, <laughs> any enemy on, this, on the board. I but, thought maybe they would switch up their tasket, tactics and come a little closer. They have the high ground. 
All right, that's going to be a 25, but I'm going to cash in my banked three inspiration die when I roll my knowledge check for a 28 to hit the hag. Miss. Okay. Well, that misses then, and that's my full turn. All right. The hag is going to cast defensively. She's got it. Disappears. And then the witchfire is going to cast a spell. Eclipse. So I'm guessing I can't see anything right now. No. So so they're they're like I mean they're they're gone, but we we probably think they're not gonna leave leave right like they're probably gonna want to kill us. I don't us know what still. you think. Well, I think Eclipse is gonna cast echolocation because I don't know why she wouldn't. It doesn't help her immediately since she needs to be within forty feet. But you're smart enough to know it wouldn't work on any of them. They're all incorporeal, or I guess it would work on the hag. So. It wouldn't work on the other two. So if that's still worth it. I'm also planning on casting Invisibility Purge. It's sound-based sight, right? Yes. Yeah, so incorporeal creatures don't make sound. Unless they, you know, cast a spell or something. Nor do they give off scent. Unless they have a special ability to do so. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah, there's like nothing for the sound to bounce off of. It just would go right through them and not bounce back to you. Then I will not cast that. Since I can't see anything, can't do much, I'll spend a point of mental focus to put ghost touch on my weapon just in case the witch fires come back. Okay. And then I will move up to Matumbe and Air Bear. And then the Lopper will just go ahead and kind of follow, except he'll go a little bit further. Okay, everybody but Uska is up on the barrow. Uh-oh. I don't like how you said that. <laughs> Uska, it's your turn. She looks like she may be showing signs of indecision. Matumbe will look back at her and wink and say, They won't be hiding for long. <laughs> he needs to wink? <laughs> it's pretty subtle. It's a thing he's been doing. <laughs> yeah. Uska then gonna fly up uh, just on the edge of this mound and also moving up. She's close to the party and then she looks out over this area. She can't see anything, but she would like to ready an action. So uh, if the witch fires appear within 30 feet of Uska, she uh, is gonna ring her dirge bell that causes incorporeal undead creatures to become semi-physical for five rounds uh, if they stay within the aura. Gotcha. Air Bear is going to delay and until after Matumbe. Air Bear rolled the best in ship, has had to delay twice. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting lower and lower. Uh. Standing there chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's all out of chewing gum. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> Matumbe. All right, Matumbe is going to cast Invisibility Purge. This is a radius of five feet per caster level. That is an Inquisitor spell, so that's not times 13. That's times 11, so 55 feet radius. Are there any invisible creatures? Draw your radius. All right. There it is. Dang. <laughs> that's a massive radius. Yeah. It's the only thing you see. There it is. As he points to the creature and 
this is difficult to rein up on this mound, so he's going to move 5, 15, 5, 15. Moves across the mound. Okay. Griff, I think this the invisibility purge sphere moves because the range is personal. It's on the target is you. So I think it moves with me because the duration is a minute per level. So if something were, you know, 30 feet beyond the edge of this radius, it would appear. Nothing appears. Okay. It rare. Are they running away? Pretty clearly. Okay. Yeah. But I did want to see how long you guys would waste spells and resources. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, you're welcome. This, this is a game that we cannot win. It might be better if we get out of this storm. And Air Bear is going to continue to delay. The Switchfire is going to... I guess knowing that she's been made visible. She's incorporeal. She can run through anything. So she's just going to move four times her speed. Makes sense. Well, I tried to pursue and that's what counts in Verasma's eyes. It's the effort. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So she moves 200 feet away. I assume we can end combat then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now that you are in this town and there's no more threat aside from the storm, you can maybe get under one of these roofs and um, and hunker down until it passes. And then you can do a little bit of investigating if you want. Yeah. And then at some point, I really do think we should be sleeping. And healing. But yeah, yeah resting would be nice too. Yeah. I- Again, I do have one, I have a, the feather token of campsite, and then I have the scroll of hide campsite. So I don't know if we want to you know, decide this is it, or, or like, let's look around, then decide if this is where we want to stay. But sure, we want to rest at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to get a little tapped. We could, you know, hunker down, heal up, do a little bit of investigating, and then try to rest, because I feel like I could hold out for a little bit longer. Yeah, I'll be fine for a while longer. I just, I know that we're using a lot of resources, so I didn't know, and I have no idea when the next witch gate is, and apparently there's a dragon. No, not dragon. Rev. It starts with an R, right? That's what the Spring Tyrant's mount was. Revener. Revener. Yeah, let's, uh, anything that we need to do that's immediate, like immediate healing or any of that type of stuff we can do. I definitely want to poke around here as Matumbe rolling any sort of perception or knowledge checks or whatever to see what's going on. I don't know if you have the restoration in the tank to take away my drain, Ooh. Emily. It is only one. So I would need to prepare it, but I could prepare and then cast restoration. Okay. It's well, my last one of the day, though. No need to. That's that's <laughs> fine. So, yeah, no need to do that until we fully commit to sleeping for the night. I'm fine okay. with that for sure. Yeah. Air Bear is going to be very conscious well, that we're on a time crunch here already and is fine with sleeping here, but urges the rest of the party to get moving as soon as possible. Well, before we even decide if we're going to sleep, we still need to, like, check everything out because we're still on the look for Witch Gate because we haven't found any place to go. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to need that. So, <laughs> investigate. Yeah, as we wander around, Griff, what can I, what can I roll? So... Are you healing first? Or are you waiting out the storm first? Or are you? 
I figure wait out the storm, and while we're waiting out the storm, pop yeah. some heals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, go ahead and make me a survival or perception check. Okay. Ah. The leper uh, rolled a 30 survival. Nice. It's funny, he's got a plus 14 and Eclipse has a plus one. Well, I got a 53 on my perception Ooh. check. Oh. <laughs> okay. So the lopper notices in this area what looks like the remains of a combat. It looks like it was a relatively hopeless fight of several humans against this massive skeletal creature. You can make out that, like, the tracks are just bone you can see the scorch marks around this combat scene are strange they're like this burnt eldritch energy it looks like some kind of strange warped negative energy um, that took the form of like flames he also sees um, drag marks that like end abruptly seems at least part of this caravan was abducted. Some might be alive? Yeah, to, by his reckoning. Matumbe, um, among the mounds, you find uh, just a bunch of, like, precious amulets, combs, and rings, like, things that people might have been buried with that, like, have since surfaced in these burial mounds. In total, they're worth about 6,000 gold. Gotcha. You also find magical-looking gauntlets. He'll bring those back to his friend Eclipse. <laughs> Look at what I found here. Perhaps with our heads combined, we could figure out the magical properties. And then instead of thinking that much, Eclipse is going to touch him. These are gauntlets of rust. Okay. Uh, it looks rusted and pitted, but it's actually quite powerful once per day. It can affect an object as with the rust, rusting grasp spell. It also completely protects the wearer and their gear from rust, magical or otherwise, including the attack of a rust monster. Neat. I remember those like those were like slugs way back in the uh, like the man there, like there was a mansion mm-hmm. way back. The slug. Book two, right yeah. Those were nasty little things. They're in the hands slot. Which I feel like probably is not a particularly common one. Interesting. Yeah. Upon searching this town, you do find among the mounds, kind of in the center of all these burial mounds, again, there's like dozens of them that kind of exist in this field beyond the town, and right in the middle is a witch gate. Well, we know the next portal to go through, but I fear if we are too hasty, we will arrive at our final destination unprepared for what is before us. What say you all to spend the night here, desolate as it may be, perhaps hiding in one of these shacks? I mean, I don't think that's a horrible idea. I also just want to make sure everyone knows it's not like we we know for sure our next destination is the final one. We could go through a bunch of these still. Oh, certainly. There's no way of knowing at this point. So I guess the question is, do we try for one more or is this it? I am not completely tapped out of my magical abilities. If the fights are comparable to what we've seen before, I have at least one more in me. I'd say if it's comparable, 
Uh, same here. I also think I could keep going on a little bit more. We do have another option, though. If we wanted to try to f- see if we could rescue any of the people that were captured. There is no real reason why I need to rest right now. So we could go through the witch gate if the other caravan met the same fate that these did. Well, I'm not so sure, so sure that they will be alive for very long. Then let's see if we can't save them. Yeah, is that a direction that goes off somewhere? Did they head towards the witch gate? Flew away. Oh. Oh, yeah, then what are we going to do? Yeah, you think the... It's like a hope for the best yeah, the witch gate yeah, is the, their only option. You think the creature um, abducted and left to the sky. Mm. Ah, that's uh, difficult to track. Yeah, unless you have some kind of scrying or that kind of thing. Some other kind of divination magic. You're probably SOL. Well, I think this foul beast absconded with the people remaining. If we are not planning on spending the night here, it is through the witch gate. That is our direction. All right. One more? We can make it. Let us go. We haven't been beat yet. (laughs) (laughs) Are are you, like, telling the, given the Knights of Ozone, the final, like, hey, go... You know, go to vigil with this old lady. The caravan's dead. Yeah. Um, and and get, you know, the Knights of Ozum. Yeah. yeah. Bring them to Gallus Fire type thing. Yeah. Okay. You pass through the Witch Gate and the, you know, this destroyed town kind of swirls behind you into nothing. And you exit to a beautiful sunny day the grass in front of you is green and lush you can hear from the trees around you birds chirping you look in front of you you can see kind of radiating in the light of the sun this beautiful stained glass of this huge Ferasmin cathedral and then Like water spilled on a painting, the facade melts away and you feel, you feel it in your feet when you step out of the portal. Now, this false sense of security gone, you feel this desecration all around you. You can sense the undeath coming from this now crumbled and corrupted cathedral in front of you. You stand at the front gates of the outer wall because that's where the witch gate was built into. You were on the grounds of Ren Church. We should arrest it. When the dead notice you. As everybody turns to the party and says, we've made a huge <laughs> Oh, no. The last thing you recognize as you sit in these ruined remains of the old monastery walls that are broken and dusty, like the virulent landscape is the smell of cookies. Oh my god! And I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next oh. week. Oh, oh, classic HLP crew. Oh. Fuck up. Classic. But I knew it. Classic. <laughs>
Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.